Five Movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelican. You are listening to episode 45 of The Spin Chagrin, and last week's category was Zoo Animals on the Loose. So, Frank, what did you come up with for Zoo Animals on the Loose? So, I found a movie that's kind of custom-made for The Spin Chagrin, or maybe The Spin Chagrin was made for it and its ilk. Um, we're going to talk tonight about Zoombies. That's Z-O-O-M-B-I-E-S, which is a portmanteau of zoo and zombies, Okay. Um, which is in essence just putting an extra O in zombies, but, um, you know, it works. Um, so this is an asylum movie, and we've watched um, one other asylum movie in um, uh, Monster vs. Hunter or Alien okay. vs. Hunter. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, William Cat, right? William Cat uh-huh. um star vehicle. Yeah. Um so a little bit about the asylum. And honestly, if I would have thought more about this prior to creating the spin chagrin after the the end of the quick cage, and if I would have hated myself maybe a little more. Um what we should have done really is we should have gone through all of the asylums movies mm. and just watched them because they are the epitome of uh, chagrin level um, feature like motion pictures um, <laughs> to use the term loosely uh, oh. the asylum is the um, the modern day home of the ripoff um, like homage film where mm. they take an idea that's been done successfully and earned a lot of money um, Alien versus Hunter is a good example as you know the Alien versus Predator series. There's also um, the Transmorphers series is from the Asylum. Um, you know, cheap ripoff of Transformers. Mm-hmm. Um, Zombies, however, is kind of its own thing. Um, released in 2016, um, so really on the the waning edge of the zombie craze in um, television and film. Um, I guess that. Walking Dead was still moderately popular at this point, but you weren't really seeing like as many um, zombie uh, franchises and whatever sure. movies come out. Um, and it really is just—it's it, sort of just its own its own entity. Um, so our story is set in the Eden Wildlife Zoo, which is a preserve that is meant to protect endangered species. Um, It's run by this single mother who um, is dedicated through like her, it was her grandfather's vision to create this place where endangered species could live protected and kind of be reintroduced, like maybe like bred and reintroduced into, you know, like wider or whatever, something, something, who knows. Um, And it's also a learning zoo where um, college students are brought in and mm-hmm. able to intern and, you know, kind of learn about like how to take care of animals. So it starts off with one of my least favorite. Um, our friend Orion Wilmaker always talks about the things he hates in movies. And this starts off with one of the things that I mostly hate in movies, which is the. Um, mockumentary opening um or the 
docudrama kind of thing where they're showing you like the guided tour of like you're basically at the Eden Wildlife Zoo. You know what? It's not the Eden Wildlife Preserve. It's Eden Wildlife Zoo. So I guess the zombies anyway. Um, like it's your first day and they're introducing you to, uh, you know, here's our staff and here's our facilities and we have all these animals. So there's this group of veterinarians who are studying um, the monkeys of the zoo who have contracted an unknown disease and um, nobody knows what's wrong with them. So they're using this, and I swear to Christ, they call this a forbidden serum um, <laughs> to try and save the life of one of the monkeys that has suffered from cardiac arrest. Okay. Um, so using this forbidden serum causes this contagious virus to mutate inside this dead monkey that then transfers to all the monkeys into the room that turns them into monkey zombies um so they go crazy and they attack all the veterinarians and basically kill them all except for the one dude who's like the head veterinarian who manages to activate this alarm so as these college students are arriving um security is like hey we gotta go check this out so come with us or no the one security guard goes to check it out and he doesn't come back so the other security guards um led by a fuck what is his name rex rex who's the head security guard just takes these random college students like hey let's go let's go check out whatever um and when they're there they find that the one security guard and all the veterinarians are dead except for the one who's still alive that tries his best to keep him out of this room Mm -hmm. mind you the room is soaked in blood like you can see through the window and this guy's like all covered in blood and like has like an eyeball hanging out and they're like oh my god we got to get in this room so they do and then the monkeys go crazy and they kill two more of the guards um but then rex the one college kid and this other chick who's like, you find out through backstory is a, a high school dropout. I don't know. Anyway, there's, it's, it's ridiculous backstory, but she's um, with them too. And so they managed to escape. So they're like, oh my God, these monkeys have gone crazy and they're killing people. And the head of the zoo, um, Ellen, is like, no, no, you got to we got to lock everything down. Like we can't let any animals out. Um, so you find out there's an aviary where there's all these like endangered birds and they realize pretty early on that like the animals can spread this contagion to each other. Um, because this group of like wild hogs, which is just randomly loose in the zoo, like attacks them, but they get away. And so they make this like jump to basically decide, hey, these are some fucking, like, zombie zoo animals. Like, we gotta, like, keep them contained. Um, okay, real quick. I, I I need to be able to start imagining some of this. What are they doing makeup-wise or effects-wise for these animals that are all, like, zombified? Uh, it's CGI. Okay. Um, except for there is a giant gorilla named Kifo um, who's, like, the zoo's, like, prize whatever animal um kifo in close-ups is played by a man in a very bad gorilla costume like so bad to the point that it doesn't even have like an articulated mouth it's literally just like a 
I don't know, like spirit of Halloween mask that they put on this man's head. Um, so there's another group of students um, who are in the, I don't know, the lemonade cabana or something, and they get attacked by some zombie giraffes. Um, or no, I'm sorry, they get attacked first by the wild hogs. And they're like, oh my God, let's climb a tree. And they climb a tree and then the zombie giraffes come after them. Um, so the zombie giraffes kill two of the students and the one like young, attractive girl student, she gets away. Um, but one of the guys that was with the original group, he gets like uh, scratched by something. I don't remember what something gets him. And so he's got like this big wound on his arm. Um, so the girl that was with the first group or with the second group that got attacked by giraffes, she's like, fuck this and steals their Jeep and just drives off and leaves them. Um, so the second, the, 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 the remaining group of people, they come upon some elephants who aren't infected and they climb on the back of the elephants and are riding them around. Um, so now I got to talk about probably the most interesting character in the movie which is Ellen, the zoo's director's daughter, who is this fucking little asshole. Like, you're introduced to her um, because she was playing with her stuffed Kifo doll and some other doll. Like, they were, like, she was making them fight each other. And she happens to wander into her mom's office and hear her mom talking about, like, the spread of this, like, zombie infection. Um throughout the zoo animals and she's like oh baby what did i tell you about listening uh, eavesdropping on mommy while she's working and she's like mommy are we gonna die from the zoo animals and she's like oh no baby everything's gonna be fine everything's gonna be fine and the girl goes mother what have i told you about lying to me and so then the mom's like oh yeah you know like we're we're safe in here don't worry about the zoo animals. We're going to, um, you know, make sure that like nothing happens to you. Mm-hmm. So she's like, let's go back into your playroom and you go play. So the girl goes back in her playroom. So she's sitting there and she's playing with some stuffed animal. And she looks up and there's a koala bear, like just chilling inside her room. And she's like, oh, what's up, koala bear? How you doing? And she goes over and she boops him on the nose and his eye, so when so the way you can tell that animals are infected is when they open their eyes, their eyes are all white. Like they don't have any like um it's just all white. There's no like pupil or iris anymore. Mm-hmm. So the koala bear's like, you know, like hissing at her like a koala bear is at want to do. Um so then it cuts away and it shows some more stuff with like the college kids like riding the elephants and trying to get away, and then the one girl like driving her Jeep and she's like, I gotta get out of this place. Ah. So then it cuts back and the mother goes in and she's like, are you okay, baby, baby? And she looks over and there's just like blood everywhere. Mm. And her kid is standing there like drenched in blood, holding a baseball bat. And the koala is just beaten to death on the ground. So she calls the police and the police come in and she has this thing where every animal in um, the zoo has a tracking device on it. So, she has this very clear GPS that shows her where all like the animals are, which she could probably use to like 
help people move away from the infected animals and whatever. But she just kind of looks at it and doesn't tell anybody about it um, because you need it for a plot device later. Mm. So the cops come in and they come in like a big SWAT car and then they rappel in through the parking garage of the zoo for some reason, which doesn't make any sense because they have a helicopter and they could have like landed anywhere, but they didn't. They land like going through the parking garage <laughs> and she's sitting there and she sees these three dots that are lions and the lions are clearly moving towards the cops and she just watches them. She watches them. She makes a face that looks mildly concerned. She watches them for a few more seconds. And then she's like, get your men out of there now. You're in danger as they're being eaten by the lions. So <laughs> very poor timing on, on Ellen's part. Um, right. So all the cops are dead because they got eaten by the lions. Um, so then um, let me think how this plays out. So the elephants get attacked by the lions and they throw their people off their mounts and Rex breaks his leg. And so they got to get Rex. Um, they take him into this like holding area, which is in this tower, like this tower that's attached to Kifo's um, or no, I'm sorry. They go into Kifo's like the office next to his um, his 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 den or whatever you call it. I don't know what a fucking gorilla lives in, but they take him there. And den, den sounds right. Yeah. Den is fine. Whatever. Yeah. His habitat. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> um. So the other premise of this movie is that people that care for wild animals are fucking idiots. Mm. So. They go into the the guy's like office, and this guy is this like blonde-haired hippie with these like thick glasses, and he's like, "Oh my God, Kifo is one of a kind. Like he's the only ape of his kind left in existence, and I can't let him die." And they're like, "No, don't go out there. He's going to kill you." And he's like, "No, we love each other. He won't kill me." So of course, Kifo kills the shit out of this dude because he's infected. So then somehow, even though the office was locked, Kifo just is inside all of a sudden and they see him walking around and the guy with a broken leg is like, you guys get out of here. Um, so Kifo like squishes his head until it pops. Like it literally like blows up out of the top. Um, so the other people, so earlier on, the one guy said, hey, if we can get to the zip lines, we can just zip line down to the office because that's where they attach to and we can be safe. And Rex says, we can't do that because the harnesses aren't installed in the zip lines and it wouldn't be safe. And the guy's like, I'm pretty sure it'd be safer than getting killed by these animals. And Rex is like, no, no, you'd be a danger of falling. Like we can't do that. So how, how, how high is this? No, oh, I don't know. They're zip lines. Eh, say they're 40 feet in the air or something. Okay. Right. So then, after is Rex this before Zeph uh, Rex breaks his leg or whatever, yes, yes, okay. this is before that. So then, afterwards, the guy's like, "This is Gage. Gage is the handsome, like, love interest or whatever." Mm. Gage is like, "We really got to try these zip lines," and they're like, "No." Rex said it's unsafe, and he's like, "Idiots! It's the same principle whether we're wearing a harness or not. Just don't let go of the zip line, and you'll be fine." And they're like, oh, yes, that makes sound sense. Let's do it. <laughs> so the three of them um, 
the one girl that's like the main character and um gage who's like the male main character and then this other guy who's a college student they grab onto um the zip lines right they're holding on to them and they start zipping and then i the best cgi i've ever seen in my life with them like zipping very very slowly like almost like walking speed down these zip lines with the mm. zoo like passing around them mm. they're like oh my god look at this carnage blah 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 <laughs> uh-huh. and so when they get midway through the cable on the girl's zip line starts to pop mm. so maybe rex had something because if they were harnessed on there maybe their weight would have been distributed where it wouldn't have caused the zip lines to pop Although that's not true at all, because it still would have happened. And that means that these things were incredibly unsafe and should not have been used at all anyway. Right. But that part's fine. So, <laughs> Well, Rex knew that, right? That's why he's warned against the Navy. No, I don't think he did. I think that it's just a plot device. Okay. To, and I'll tell you why in a second. Mm-hmm. So her lines are popping. And so picture it this way. Like closest to the camera is Gage on his zip line. Mm-hmm. And midway, hold on, I gotta look at this woman's name up because it was so inconsequential. I didn't even think about it. The but. character's name? Yeah, it's Lizzie. Lizzie, Lizzie Hogan. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so Lizzie's lines are popping, and Gage's like, "Oh my God, take my! Or, what are you gonna do?" And then AJ, who's this like surfer dude, his lines are popping. Uh-huh. So Lizzie's lines pop, and she <laughs> does this like midair pirouette and catches um gauge around his waist and like is sliding down with him still because his line is okay mm-hmm. but then aj's lines pop and he just plummets to his death and that's mm. it that's the end of aj mm. so they get down to the main office place and now there's a subplot that's been happening where um uh ellen has been calling over to um the aviary and saying to the woman that's in charge there, like look you got to open up the windows and let all the birds free because if something gets there and infects the birds, they could spread this pandemic like all over the world. And we have to be responsible and not let that happen. Sure. Which is, is sound logic, right? Right. But the woman is like, but these are such rare birds. <laughs> like it'll be fine in here. Like we'll, we'll be fine. And so she calls her again. She's like, "Look, bitch, right? You got to let Fuck. these birds free, right? Because this birds. could be the this could be the end of the world, right?" And she's like, "But they're such rare birds. Hey, right. I mean, How could I ever? <laughs> I I, I, I can't I can't risk the lives of these birds, even if it does save the human population. Burn that fucking place down. Um. Oh well, we're getting to that. Wrong. So, um, Lizzie and Gage get over there." Uh, or Lizzie and Gage go meet up with Ellen and her daughter. And um, Ellen's like, well, what we're going to have to do is we're going to, there's a bunch of um, flammable shit in the basement. So we're going to have to go get that. And then and we're going to take it over to the aviary and we're going to do what must be done. And the daughter is like, are we going to turn the gas cans into bombs, mommy? Word. <laughs> or something she doesn't say word but she says something similar to words she should have said word right it would have been it would have been funnier um so they drive over with all these gas containers um and they get to the aviary and (laughs) ellen's like okay you two go inside and see what's what i'm gonna sit here in this truck with my daughter and they're like all right cool that's a good idea and she's like 
if you don't come back in some amount of time, I might have to take drastic measures. So basically, he tells him that she's going to murder him if she mm-hmm. has to. Sure. And also that she's not really going to help him much. She's going to sit there and see what what's what. Right. Um, but they're fine with that. So they go inside. Um, and you learn at some point during this time, during like the ride over, that Lizzie was a high school dropout. Um, and that's made for like a poignant scene where it's like, oh, well, you know, it's what you've done since then that matters. And you're definitely like a worthwhile human being. I don't know. I was going to tune it out at that point. I'm not going to lie. What has she done since then? I don't know. I mean, like worn a halter top and fought zombies, I guess. Um, so they go in and there was a dude so they go to the front and there was a guy that was like one of the interns was in there with the bird lady and they hear this voice say help 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 and it's like oh it's rick or whatever his name is they go inside and they're like keep hearing like oh what's what's going on oh and at this point gage has a shotgun and um lizzie has a, a glock and they've become expert shots and they've learned that if you shoot one of the animals in the head that that takes them out because of course it's a zombie movie so sure that part's not even important and they they've they've shot very many animals at this point let me okay um so they find that rick is dead and has had his eyes pecked out by this um zombie parakeet Mm. so then they go around and they look for the woman and the woman's laying there and she's like they show her from like the boobs up and she's like oh it's nesting it's nesting inside me. And then they pan down and there's a bald eagle has its eggs inside her guts and is like dope <laughs> Um That's awesome. So they start they start shooting a bunch of the birds that are flying at them. And they're like expert marksmen, like the tiny little birds. And they're like pop, 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 and just like shooting them out of the air. <laughs> so then Ellen's like, honey, stay in the truck. So she goes and she's like spreading gasoline like around i don't know like she's the crow or something like making her a little symbol or whatever um and the whole time she's like my grandfather would be so disappointed in me oh he'd be so mad at me for what i've done and it's like you stupid bitch like wasn't she the one that was just like trying to like burn the place down yeah yeah but she should because she's stopping a band yeah like she's doing the right thing but her grandfather lose your resolve he was a preservationist he would have been so upset with her but not even thinking like i'm sure he would have been fine that you were stopping the end of the world you big dummy sure um so she lights it on fire but they so they get out lizzie and gage and she lights it on fire but they're like oh it's not enough um so they go and they ram the truck into it and it all blows up and like all the birds are on fire and dying and then the bald eagle flies out and it's again some amazing cgi with this flaming bald eagle like (laughs) circa 1995 like flapping across the sky and then Gage like levels his shotgun and blows it up and it explodes and it's mm. it's really funny because it's obviously just like a dud firework that blows up um when he right. actually like shoots it, but anyway. So they're like, all right, we gotta get out of here. So they go to the gates and they get to the gates and they're getting ready to climb over and who should appear but Kifo. And they're like, Oh my god, Kifo. So the woman is still like, oh, Kifo, or the little girl is like, oh, Kifo, you're my favorite. Don't shoot Kifo. I love Kifo. And it's like, girl, you've seen like animals like murder everyone. Like this right. is obviously a murder animal because it's got big white eyes. Right. But she's inconsolable. So Kifo 
knocks out Lizzie and then knocks out Gage and then smacks Ellen and Ellen flies across and he's coming over and he's looming over the little girl and he's going to kill her. And you see a gun, like a close-up of a gun and then pop, pop, pop. And Kifo's head like rocks back because he gets shot in the eye. Mm. And the gun pans over and it's Ellen. Mm. who's finally done what she needed to do and shoot the gorilla. Right. Um, so then this helicopter, this Blackhawk helicopter for some reason, mm. like descends down into the park and it's all these um, uh, army men or whatever. I don't know what we in Blackhawk helicopter, probably army, maybe like there, there's some military people. And so they're like shooting the animals and like, come on, we got to get you out of here. Um, so they all get in the helicopter and they're flying away and it's like, oh, we know. We did what we had to do and we stopped the pandemic and blah, blah, blah. And then the last shot is of Kifo's face and he like is laying there and laying there later and he opens his eyes and that's the end of Zoombies. Hmm. So there's... Is there, there's is a there prequel? A, oh, there's a prequel. Okay, I was gonna Zoombies 2 is a prequel to Zoombies. Okay. Apparently, and I was going to watch that tonight, but I like was really tired and didn't really have enough time because I was at work late. And then there is a spinoff called like Aquarium of the Dead, I think. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't see anything on their wiki page about a prequel. Oh, Zombies two. Oh, okay. I see it now. It just has no wiki link. I see. Yeah, it's probably not worth it. It is on Tubi though. So. Hmm. Hmm. Um. So yeah. So that was Zombies. Okay. So let me say this about Zombies, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a good movie at all. Um. However, it's not as bad as the other Asylum movies somehow. Like, maybe it's the fact that this was an original creation or maybe just they had magic in a bottle or something, lightning in a bottle, whatever the fuck you put in a bottle when you're making a movie. Um, And the people actually cared about it, but the performances are amateur, but they're not, like, laughably bad. Mm -hmm. And the story is contrived, but it's not derivative really um and the special effects are bad but they do them in a way where they try not to juxtapose cgi against like real life too much so they kind of most of the time get past the whole like suspension of disbelief problem you have when you see bad cgi next to a person Mm -hmm. and it happens sometimes because whatever i mean it's a shit ass like probably five thousand dollar movie um actually what is the budget on this fucking shit ball? It doesn't say on Wiki. I didn't look it up on MDiv though. But it's 87 minutes long, which is a thing that should really... um. I mean, I thought the movie... I mean, look, it sounds like bad, but it's, it sounds entertaining to some degree. Oh, yeah, I was entertained the whole time. There's only a couple times where they kind of... And in 87 minutes, there's really not much time to do anything. But there's a couple times where they sort of just devolve into melodrama just to try and build some interest in the characters Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really work because that's not what we're here for really but still for the most part you know it's it's got a heart to it and it makes you laugh a number of times um and i think most of it's tongue-in-cheek i think it's kind of on purpose Mm -hmm. um and it's you don't really see a whole lot of zombie animal movies you know and right animal like killer movies aside from like sharks and shit and it really, this is like the Asylum's wheelhouse because they are the um, studio behind Sharknado. Um, right. But, you know, for 87 minutes, whatever. It's worth watching. 
it's not worth watching, but it's not like if you got put in a situation where you had to watch it, like yeah, you'd be fine. Right. You'd be all right. Like it's I don't know what situation that is aside from you're an idiot who does a podcast where you watch like movies that are meant to make you angry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what situation that would be, but that might be a situation where even then, like you don't really feel like you're wasting your time too much. And it's better than some other stuff you've watched. Right. And the, 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 the buddies were never in a zoo. So you couldn't watch another like buddy movie, zoo buddies. Why isn't there zoo buddies? You know what? See that, this is a problem with Disney. Like, there's a perfect thing for the buddies to be in is Zoo Buddies. And they right. ain't even got it. Right. I almost watched. So, my plan tonight was to watch Zoo um, Zombies 2. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I thought it would be funny to, like, discuss the prequel aspect of it. Um, but that didn't work because um, I worked, like, 13 hours saying I was fucking exhausted when I got home and I said to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Um talk to tanya you know and then wait for this to happen yeah um however i did find another duo of movies that i thought about watching too because they're only like 60 minutes long (laughs) okay so it's called zoo wars so the premise of zoo wars i'm sorry it's an hour and 10 minutes so just a little shorter than zoomies an intergalactic elephant and his band of furry friends must stop an evil mouse to save the save the zooverse from an annihilation. Is this animated? It always animated, of course. Oh, okay. uh, it'd be amazing if it wasn't. Right. Um, and then there's also Zoo Wars Two, um, which the premise is Boo Boo Squeal assembles a team of the worst bad guys, all to gain a powerful force mm-hmm. to save the world. The nice side must fight back. That's like one of those things where it's like somebody that doesn't speak English is trying to explain something in like the comments of a YouTube video. Right. And I really wanted to find out what Boo Boo Squeal was. Mm -hmm. And this movie, which is an hour and 24 minutes, so they're really like pushing the envelope here, is directed by two people, James Mm. Snyder and Evan Trammell. Mm. And stars nobody ever. Like there's no good people doing voices here. Common common sense media um gave it educational value uh hold on, that's really confusing. Uh A plus on educational value for Zoo Wars. It makes sense because Pos- if you're positive ever, message two out of five though. If you're ever in a situation where there's an intergalactic elephant, you probably want to know how to deal with that. I also put a nineteen seventy crime movie on this list called The Naked Zoo. Um, which the description was infidelity, drugs, blackmail, and murder catch up to the wife of a wheelchair-bound millionaire and her young writer lover in Miami's Coconut Grove. And that seemed um, fucking amazing. And that has um, Rita Hayworth in it. So I was like, Hmm. this movie's going to be fantastic. And that was like my third option. What was it called? um, It's called The Naked Zoo. Okay. It's on Tubi. All right. I have so many things on my to be lists that were like this could possibly be something I can watch for a spin chagrin. Right. The incel tapes, for instance. 2022 found footage horror. After a failed suicide attempt, a self-described incel incel who can't attract women will lose his virginity before his 26th birthday, or he's going to kill. Jesus. 
That's a little too on the nose. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted to watch it first. Especially after this fucking weekend. Jesus. I mean, who knows? There may be another chance to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. So Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get a chance to do that. I also have a movie on here that I put on here for you specifically. And this was mm. when I was watching, when I was trying to find a mountain movie. <laughs> um, although I think that I found the better mountain movie of all of them. Uh-huh. It's called Buckskin Frontier. Oh, shit. 1943 western so i'm oh, sure just God. a fucking cavalcade of thrills <laughs> oh jesus you could have picked that and red card me given the chance and i would have fucking hated you it's got lee j cobb in it though so <laughs> um a battle for control over a mountain pass plays out between a railroad surveyor and a freight company owner and a daughter caught in the middle hmm hmm DJ Cobb looking all young in this uh, promo art. So, I mean, you, the whole point is you you end up watching some of those movies anyway, even without the spin chagrin in a few weeks, right? Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's so the whole point gotta, is you watch them anyway, right? So, something got to take the spin chagrin's place. So I don't know. I guess. Oh my god, <laughs> Bunny Snow is on here. Fuck's Bunny Snow. Remember. Did we we didn't talk about that? Yeah, we did talk about it briefly. Okay. Oh no, we didn't. We talked about. No, I think we talked about this one. It's it's one of those Villamain movies. Remember? Remember Villamain? What was that movie that we? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, because it's when I watched Snow Buddies, and then I watched this. Because right. of the snow in the title. Right. Okay, I forgot the name of it, but Villamain, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Snow Buddies episode. Yep. Here is The Farm 2018, the horror movie that everyone like decries. Um, Invasion of the Blood Farmers from 1972 and Maniac Farmer from 2018. Hmm. Those were on there for the week that we um, did our highest rated Spin Chagrin episode, which is The Farm. Yes. Yes. I, don't, I still don't understand what happened. People which no one has ever it. been able to explain to us. Nope. Nope, highest, highest, highest downloaded episode ever for us is the farm. Spin chagrin the farm. Scott, sex is the plot has <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies that I put on there that could have been possible watches. That was, that's that that as we as we near the end. That was my biggest win to me. Is your because, reaction because I enjoyed the French sex murder so much? No, no, you're getting your reaction uh, when that came up on the wheel was my mm. biggest win um, because you were not happy. <laughs> Motherfucker, you made me watch Larry the Cable Guy colon Health Inspector. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who's really one? <laughs> oh, all right, so we got five episodes left. Did you give an official score to, to Zombies? Eh, it's a seven call it i don't know okay i mean it sucks it's not a good movie but it's not like there's some things that you can be like man you know i'm all right with this yeah so seven seven's fine all right so let's go ahead and spin this wheel and see what we got left one more times after this you'll hear the sound Something to do with deserts. <clears throat> Something to do with deserts. 
Which okay. category? Yeah, there's plenty of mummy movies I haven't watched. You're a big fan of deserts. I do like deserts. You really like deserts. I hate a desert, and you were just always marking out over movies. Well, we go ahead and red card you then. Do I have any red cards left? Yeah, no red cards left. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I'll take the red card, whatever. What am, what am I doing with my life? I mean, I'll give you All an extra right, I'll, red card. I'll find something good. I really red carded you three times already? Yeah, you did. What were they? Uh, well, there was the 30 night. Can you remember that title? 30 nights of... Oh, 30 nights of paranormal activity... With the devil inside, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Good job. Yep. Um, I don't know. There was other ones. Um, but yeah, it was three of them uh, that I watched. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have to go back through the list and like find them. This isn't going to be the movie, but let me read you this description. A man who has worked as a clown for over 40 years faces his first day of retirement from his beloved profession, trying to adjust to depression. It's a Portuguese movie called The Clown, comma, The Desert. <laughs> that will not be it, because I feel like I would probably want to die. Right. right. Master of the World you made me watch. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember what the other one was. And then I actually already gave you a bonus one, because um, you um, asked me to watch. Um, that oh. one with the two dudes. Way of the Gun. Way of the Gun, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and then there was the monkey movie, um, wrestling movie. Oh, no, no, right, no, right. it was Ready to Rumble. And then, but you made me watch two of them. Russell, Russell Madness. Russell Madness. Or yes. Russell Maniac. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. One of them is the, is the cut down 12 minute episode version of, of this, of that movie <clears throat> that apparently they aired on Disney or something. Um, oh God, there's so many bad movies. From the spin chagrin. Mm. So, yeah, something to do with deserts. All right. Um, I threatened you last week that I was going to talk to you about breakfast food. Um, so I got questions for you. Let's hear it. All right. Um, so we're we're gonna we're gonna build up to like eventually you can start like planning in your head i want you to describe your perfect breakfast to me but in the meantime like i have some questions like what is the best way to do eggs <clears throat> hmm. i don't think there's an answer to that question what is i mean well i mean this is all subjective frank i mean um I'm not asking you for an objective, like, best way to do eggs. I think probably my favorite way to do eggs is in an omelet. Okay. But I also can, I, I think there's things to be said for um, hard-boiled eggs, you know, is a mm -hmm. good answer. Um, there's a, an Asian thing called a salted egg, where they basically cure the egg in, um, like, a sugar and salt brine for a month, and then you eat it, and that's really delicious. Um, I love scrambled eggs. I like a good over easy egg on a sandwich, you know, where you like bite in and the yolk just like explodes. Mm -hmm. um, but probably omelet is my favorite way to make an egg. Okay. I, I, I think you have the most creativity with an omelet um, while still achieving like pretty consistent results. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you put in the omelet? Like, what, I don't your, know. What's your go-tos? Like, uh, 
I like a little. I, I like a little bit of dice, like spam or ham in there. Um, I like some. Did you just some, say fucking spam? Yeah, man, I love spam. Um, spam is amazing, and if you don't like spam, you're a fucking child. Anyone who doesn't like spam is someone who's never eaten spam and has no idea what it tastes like. They just think they're supposed to hate spam. Unless you don't eat pork, and then I get it. But mm-hmm. if you eat pork and you don't eat spam, you're 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 depriving yourself of delicious food for super cheap. Actually, spam is pretty expensive now, but it used to be super cheap. Um, I like mushrooms don't, in my don't omelet. Don't act like you know. It. You don't know what things cost, right? Come on, get I do here. too. I look at it on my Instacart <laughs> receipt. Uh-huh. It's like I don't know, maybe five dollars for spam or something. Spam should be like $2. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, some onion. I like some nice, like, finely diced, mm-hmm. like, onion in there. Um, or some some jalapenos, you know, some fresh jalapeno. But I like to take my aromatics and cook them down um, in a little bit of butter first. And then, like, crack the egg on top and let the egg harden. And then just sprinkle some shredded cheese in the middle of it. And then wait until I get, like, some nice, like, crisp edges and then start like rolling it up and I get like a nice perfectly rolled omelet with like the ingredients spread all throughout it's pretty delicious nice and then sometimes I'll take that omelet and I'll cut it in half and I'll serve it on toast a little bit of ketchup on top Mm, so good oh geez okay You're, you're skipping ahead to some of my questions here like um so what what is your preferred like side bread like to to a breakfast white toast white toast Hundred mm-hmm, percent. Unless right. I'm having something, I like a good biscuit with my breakfast, um, or an English muffin, kind of like a southern biscuit type. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like, okay. like sausage biscuit and, or sausage yeah, yeah. gravy and biscuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or an English muffin that's toasted with like a little bit of jam and um butter, mm-hmm. uh, like soaking into those goddamn nooks and crannies. Mm. Um, or an English muffin with sausage, egg, and cheese on it. But only if I've cooked the egg myself. You're getting the breakfast sandwiches now. Yeah, those are mm. good. Yeah, they are. I was going. That was a separate question. <laughs> um. Oh, so what do you? What do you? What do you put? What, I know you are. What do you? What do you? What do you put on the toast? You just go. You are you like simple? Just a little bit of butter. Butter. Like, yeah. 100%. Just that's it. Unless I, I never put any jelly on. on yeah, yeah, on toast? yeah. Oh, okay. But I only put jelly on toast if I have. So you toast two pieces of bread and you cut them in half. So you technically have four like smaller pieces of toast. Mm-hmm. So two of those pieces get butter and nothing else. So you can sop up the juices left over from your breakfast. <laughs> and then two of them get a little bit of butter and a little bit uh-huh. of jelly or jam. Okay. All right. Um, how many? Hold on. How many pieces of toast do you have for this breakfast? Well, you have two pieces of bread, but you okay. toast them and then you cut them in half. So you have four gotcha. small pieces of toast. Right. Okay. All right, that makes sense. All right, how do you feel and about? Oh, okay, sorry. You cut. You actually don't cut them in half. You cut them in half um, diagonally, <clears throat> so you have four like toast points basically, and it's 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 perfect. It's the exact right amount of toast for any breakfast. No, that's that's a good move. Um, I think my mom used to like do two pieces and cut in half. And um, how do you feel about bagels overall? Yeah, bagels are good. Yeah. Do you do you do you consider like bagels like a breakfast, like an actual breakfast, or is that just like a like a a breakfast snack? Like how do you classify? No, a, a bagel is is fine for its own breakfast. I would I just 
when I was eating like a lot more carbs, I would many times get just a single bagel for breakfast in the morning and it was Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. I prefer a toasted bagel with, um, cream cheese on it. Plain. Um, no, I like an everything bagel. Okay. Um, personally. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Everything's good. I, I, I I prefer just like plain, like kind of onion bagel. I like everything, I like a plain bagel if I'm having food on it. So if I'm getting like um, sausage and cheese on a bagel, I want a plain bagel. Sure. Um, because I feel like anything else on the bagel over overwhelms the taste of like the sausage and the cheese. Yeah. Um, but if I'm eating a bagel with cream cheese, I either want a, I want an everything bagel. That's that's my choice. I'm not a fan of the dessert bagels though. Fuck a cinnamon raisin bagel. No, I'm not a big fan of that either. I mean, I could see like with the with the right type of cream cheese, like as a, like a, almost like a dessert type thing, like half of a bagel, like a raisin bagel or something. But yeah, sure. But um, on on rare occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm buying a bagel and I'm ordering it, um, yeah. I'm gonna order a. Oh my god, I found your movie. Um, <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be so good. I'm gonna order um a you know a, a savory bagel with some kind of like cream cheese and or breakfast food filling right yeah i um i gotta stay away from bagels like me I get, too it's I get, I get obsessed with bagels like oh well, that's not what i was gonna say but <laughs> well i get obsessed with them it's like the like two times like in my life that i like started eating bagels a lot like it was like probably two of the biggest like weight gains i ever had was like eating bagels all the time yeah, my problem is just the immense amount of carbs inside a bagel and how dense they are. Like it, it just can make me really sick with my diabetes. So right, yeah. Um, do you remember like when I worked uh, at the at the sheriff's office, like when I was just younger, and um, I, I remember like, always stopping at McDonald's all the time, getting their damn bagels in the morning, like it was every morning. Um, those are good bagels, though. They are. Yeah, they were really good. The, st- the steak, egg, and cheese bagel with the McDonald's breakfast sauces um mm-hmm. is pretty fucking delicious okay so let's move on to meat then like you know bacon or sausage if you have to choose a sausage 100 percent. yeah mm-hmm. every yeah. time every time yep i like bacon just bacon just fine mm-hmm. but um i think sausage is the far superior breakfast meat okay now what kind of sausage are you talking are you just talking about some breakfast sausage like yeah yeah links patties ground whatever <laughs> it's all good <laughs> all right so um let's let's move on to 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 like how how do you feel about like uh waffles pancakes like do you prefer one over the other like is there like you know do, do you, would you eschew them for other things for breakfast oh, i mean or? i think the french toast is the french toast is the the superior over waffles or pancakes um if you can find a place that makes a good crepe like those are really fantastic mm-hmm. um because they're lighter and um there's i think more you can do with them um or if you find a place that does really good belgian waffles that uses like fresh ingredients that's mm-hmm. probably the choice but all things being equal if you're making them for yourself i think the french toast is the way to go because hmm. you don't yeah. have to eat as much to I feel don't. full and right. um it's not as like cloyingly sweet as like a pancake or whatever I love a pancake. I, look, I don't, I don't dislike understand. pancakes, but if you're making me choose, I'm choosing French toast. Yeah. I think my mom made really bad French toast when I was young or something like that, so I've never been a big fan of French toast. Um, 
but yeah, I'll take a so pancake one, over one either of, the things, of those any day. One of the things I find that people do really wrong with French toast is that they fry it too hard and too fast, and it makes it basically turn into scrambled egg toast. Mm-hmm. So you lose like the sweetness of you know your cinnamon and your vanilla and you basically just get like it gets fried into the bread like hard so when you eat it it's got like the taste almost of eating scrambled eggs and that's not the way to cook them like you gotta like you don't want to like soak it where it's like sopping wet with like the egg mixture you want to just lay it in one side each and then in like a medium heat with butter just like gently toast that shit you know and it just like oh my god it's so good that's really funny like um that that's you're you're just talking about like cinnamon and vanilla like that's just like like a thing like that's just like everybody does it's like my mom did not use any cinnamon or vanilla for well then you weren't getting french toast <laughs> I, you know what Heaster's gonna listen to this and he's gonna correct us like privately in our our Group it's text. gonna be like it's gonna be like a five page long like text um my my french my french toast is mm-hmm. two eggs mm-hmm. with about a quarter cup of milk um a, a teaspoon of vanilla and a teaspoon of cinnamon and you yeah. whisk that shit together and then you just like that you want thick bread you don't want like thin ass like you know myers italian bread you want some thick like cut brioche or whatever and like one side in for like a couple seconds flipping one side in and then you go to your like pan with the melted butter or it's like medium heat and you just like you make it like a nice grilled cheese you know you don't want to burn it you mm-hmm. want to like gently toast it on either side and when you take it out it maintains the lightness of the bread and it's got all that flavor soaked into it and you know you get some like some some fresh some fresh fruit and some fresh whipped cream mm. amazing how do you feel about a hash brown <laughs> i like hash browns i think hash browns are good yeah, I, I like. I think. I think that the, um, Cracker Barrel hash brown casserole is like the greatest thing to come out of Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. That thing's delicious. Um, but even like you get McDonald's in the morning, like I really enjoy the taste of a you know, semi burnt. Oh yeah, like, McDonald's, hard, hard McDonald's hash browns are amazing. Yeah, delicious. You yeah. know whose hash browns are terrible? Who's that? Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I've had one. Fucking, that's not good. Yeah. fucking disgusting they taste like i don't know like the ashes of the fallen or something when you put them in your mouth it's just like burned shit it's gross who used to do the hash browns that are just like little tiny like medallions was that uh, like burger burger, burger king, king? That. Yeah. yeah they call them hash rounds thank you <laughs> that sounds like a fucking spinchy grin movie um, my, my my secret my secret mcdonald's hash brown trick mm-hmm is to dip them in sweet and sour sauce. That's a little extra. Now, they're so good. Well, I, I, I worked at McDonald's that. in high school. Right. And so at the end of breakfast, we have all this food left over and what mm-hmm. you, you just eat it because you can eat food for free at McDonald's. Sure. So two sausage burritos and a hash brown with a couple sweet and sour sauce packets. Fucking good. I never got into the burritos there. Oh, they're so good. Really? It's actually my it's my favorite thing to get now because they're like what like a dollar they used to be like sixty nine cents but I think like a dollar or thirty or something mm-hmm. and they're filling and they actually taste like pretty good um and the picante sauce is delicious so yeah so egg McMuffin with or without sausage 
I think an egg McMuffin comes with a um there's just egg a, and cheese and then there's egg sausage and cheese. No, the egg McMuffin's got the um Canadian bacon circle on it. Sausage biscuit and cheese is something different. Egg McMuffin's a biscuit with the Canadian bacon round and a round of egg, but you don't get the egg because that's fucking gross. <laughs> There's just an egg. There's a McMuffin with just egg and cheese on. Yeah, yeah, that's just the McMuffin. Yeah, right. That's just the egg and cheese, and then there's the one with the sausage. I swear to God, the basic thing comes with... Hold on. Make me pull up goddamn DoorDash. Uh, you know what? They won't have breakfast on here now. Mm. You know that this is the first weekend I've ever gone without ordering DoorDash in like three years? Really? Mm-hmm. Pandemic's over now, folks. I cooked all my own food this weekend, and it was amazing. <laughs> I didn't order out once. All right, so uh, a couple more questions that I'm going to ask for you to prepare your 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 breakfast. Um, so, do you do you like uh, like sausage gravy, chip beef gravy, all that yes. kind of stuff? Okay, Amazing. which which one? What's your what's your preference between the two? If you force me to choose, I'm going sausage gravy and biscuits. Mm-hmm. I do love some um, shit on a shingle breakfast, um, the corned beef gravy or whatever. Is, um, is that is that is that a colloquial description of that or something? I don't. I never heard that phrase. Shit on a shingle is something from World War II that they called like a corned beef hash over bread, I guess, or corned beef gravy over bread. Okay, because it was so easy to make because you just sure. like, you know make a a flour gravy and put the corned beef in it and mm-hmm. serve it over toast. Yeah, um, that's something from my childhood that um, my parents would make. My dad would make. He loved making that. Um, so yeah. I used to eat that when I was a kid. And I really enjoy that, but for breakfast, like I'd much rather have um, sausage gravy and biscuits. Yeah, yeah. That shit's so sausage. many calories. It is, but it's delicious. No, it is. I, I just, yeah. I mean, I only eat like, like two or three times a year, like because right. I finally and figured out my grandmother's recipe. But that's 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 about the right yeah. amount, you know. And it's super yeah. simple to make, and it tastes really good. And yeah, most places that make it, um, only a, a few places make it really bad. I think. Um, which ironically, uh, Pier One down the road here in Northeast makes a really bad sausage gravy and biscuits. It's just fucking. I don't, ace, man. I it's, don't it's, think it's... I've ever been. I don't think I've been there enough to like get that. After I develop lactose, so um, we used to get breakfast from there a decent amount. So mm-hmm. I remember getting it at uh, Cracker Barrel before I developed that, and I liked it well enough. I feel like Cracker Barrel's quality has gone down significantly. That might be. I don't think I've been to Cracker Barrel in a decade, but close to it, maybe. Maybe we want one time. I can't remember. Um, all right. So what? What is? Your, what is? What is your perfect like a uh, breakfast drink? Like what? Do you, what do you pair with a? What do you like to pair with a breakfast? Is it dependent upon the breakfast? I mean, the Bloody Mary goes well with anything. Oh, okay. Right. Um, I was thinking non-alcoholic, but okay, yeah. Non-alcoholic uh, coffee, coffee, yeah. coffee, coffee, and a, a small glass of chocolate milk. Hmm. Um, or alternately, if I'm not having coffee, I would like a glass of water and a glass of orange juice. Hmm. Orange, orange juice is um small glass of orange juice is always yeah good. small glass of breakfast juice. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. That's why I like to have a glass of water so you have something that can kind of cleanse your palate, but then every once in a while you get the nice. 
Sure. Like sweet bite of the OJ. Um, I kind of like any fruit juice with breakfast, though, really. Um, I like grapefruit juice with breakfast, and I like um, pineapple juice with breakfast, but... You don't like pineapple juice? I don't. I don't like juices like as a, as a whole. No, I do not. They um, they I don't know. They don't like. They don't taste good to me. That's ridiculous. Um, I like, like a very small glass of milk though too. If I could drink milk, like you know, but... you like cider? Yeah, I like cider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just fancy juice. I don't like grapefruit juice, and I don't like pineapple. Do you like grape juice? juice? No, no. Like oh, cranberry juice. Yeah, yeah sometimes, but I, I get tired of it real quick. Like I'll get a thing of cranberry juice and then I'll drink like a third of it, like over the course of like week and a half, and then it just sits there for ever. Um, mm. I throw it out. Uh, yeah, I just uh, very very limited amounts of juice. I, I can't deal with it. Coffee um, though is um hundred yeah. percent like my number yeah. one choice. I like coffee paired with either like the small glass of orange juice or coffee with like a glass of milk or something like the small glass of yeah, milk. Yeah, I, I like with chocolate milk. Little little glass yeah. of chocolate milk. Um, I'm actually a pretty big fan of chocolate milk in general. Um Yeah, me too. I mean I don't get to drink it much anymore, but when I do, like I really enjoy it. That's like my well, I mean it's one of like I guess like five treats I give to myself anymore every day. But um, b- before before I started drinking at home, um, uh, during the pandemic, that was my treat to myself was my um lactose free chocolate milk, which I still think is the best chocolate milk you can buy. It is a Fairfield, um, hmm. chocolate milk, and it has like the right amount of thickness to it. Um, and it actually tastes like chocolate milk. Fairfield's good. It's just expensive. I uh I mix my own chocolate milk. And I don't say that I don't say that to be bougie. I get my because I don't drink um, um, organic or I don't drink um, what do you call it? Not organic milk, but uh, I drink all plant based milks, I guess, is the way what I'm trying to say. So Mm -hmm. I alternate usually between soy and almond. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do, you know, my animal or my vegetable milk and then some um, Hershey's special dark fat free uh, chocolate milk mix it's really good doesn't um don't those mixes still have like they still have whey in them and stuff like that right nah dude it's chocolate syrup well yeah but i mean it usually has like enough milk in it that i think it could bother me so really um, like it has dairy of some sort of it yeah i'm gonna go i'm I'm gonna check that out when we get off the podcast yeah check it out um there's something in it that i that i can't do i remember fun Um, tastes i can't process lactose frank like whatever You've, it's, you've get, got, it's getting better. You've, you've gotten past that. That doesn't even. No, exist it's, it's, I haven't gotten past. It. No, you want to? You want you, you, you want to hear my shadow theory about what really is the truth? Uh huh. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna set the scene for the audience. Okay. So this is about nine years ago, ten years ago, roughly. Right. We were supposed to meet at the bar one night, mm-hmm. but Chris had to go out with his mother beforehand to dinner. And they went to Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. And Chris got like quadruple cheese ravioli with extra cheese sauce and cheese on the side. <laughs> uh-huh. And ate this like, because he was a fucking like monster, ate this whole thing. Uh-huh. And then comes to the bar and starts drinking white Russians with me. And then 
that makes him sick because of course it does. Mm-hmm. So he goes outside and vomits all over the place and then mm-hmm. comes back in and all of a sudden he's lactose intolerant. Did we really did we do white rushes at the bar? I don't remember this. Yeah, at all. I, because I was already there drinking and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it was, I think it was when I was just drinking Guinness mostly at the bar, but it like wasn't a Thursday night or something, or I was one of those things where like, oh, I'm going to try something else. Right. And you right. weren't there, so I was like, fuck it, I'll take a white Russian. And then I mm-hmm. just start like drinking white Russians, and you're like, oh, that looks amazing. I'm going to drink a white Russian. Or yeah. maybe we had just watched The Big Lebowski or something. <laughs> I don't know. There was some like reason that spurred it on. And you drank like, you, I don't think you finished the one white, white Russian. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of course, there's like a ton of alcohol in it, but I'm sure, sure. also like they're, you know, the bar's like half and half that's probably been sitting out for half the night. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's a fine theory. I mean, except for the fact that it's like it was developing for a long time with ice cream and stuff like that, and like you know, and finally it just like you know came to its crisis. It's getting better though. I like I add in like little amounts of cheese and like you know like do things that have like lactose in it, and like it's developed to where it's like I can get away with like slices of cheese on something, and like it won't like wreck me anymore. So I'm build up that tolerance again a little bit. You know, I don't really eat cheese anymore either. I eat like a slice of cheese on a sandwich when I make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. So I usually have like half a pound of cheese in my refrigerator. Um, but I don't really eat pizza anymore. I'm kind of not eating pasta at all. So I don't eat like, you know, lasagna and shit. I don't know. It's just I've, um, I've turned into a weenie kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't eat pasta that much anymore myself, but it's very rare. <laughs> every like once a month or something like that it really was the trip to thailand ruined me because i just like like nothing tastes good to me anymore it just all tastes like shit although i did cook myself some good meals this weekend so yeah all right so give me your um if you had your uh, your your perfect breakfast what would it be So I have I have an omelet mm-hmm. that's made with um onion mm-hmm. uh onions, mushrooms, and then fresh basil and oregano, right? Mm-hmm. And it's two eggs with a little bit of Swiss cheese in it. And then some pesto on the side to like eat with it. And then I have three sausage links. Um, the maple syrup sausage links. Right. Some. Hmm. Some potatoes, but I want home fried potatoes. I don't want. Oh, I was going. I should have asked about it. About home fries. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I want. I want. Fries. I want home fried potatoes, um, that are cooked with a little bit of um, mm-hmm. peppers and a little bit of onions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want some fresh oranges and fresh pineapple in a bowl, and a cup of coffee. And some chocolate milk. 
Okay. And maybe maybe a little yogurt on the side. Maybe instead of the oranges and the pineapple, I want a bowl of yogurt that's got some blueberries in it. That's mm. that sounds go. good. Yeah. 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 That's my perfect breakfast. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm simple. I think it would just be um buttermilk pancakes with syrup and sausage links and coffee and a little bit of orange juice. Yeah, that sounds good. Here's here's my thing with pancakes is that I guess I had some eggs on the side, scrambled eggs with a little bit of cheese on them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's good. Uh-oh. I love the taste of pancakes. Like I think pancakes are delicious. And I don't eat pancakes with syrup. I eat pancakes with applesauce. Um I just always feel way too full when I eat pancakes. Mm. And I don't know why. Like I think it's because I feel like I can eat a lot of them when I'm eating them. Right. And then I guess whatever that concoction is just like expands in your stomach. It does, yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, that was way too much. Yeah. I um that's why I like I like the like I like uh short stack pancakes. Um to where it's like I don't like big pancakes so much because it makes me feel like I'm eating more, but I'm not eating more. Like really only eating like, you know short stack like small pancakes like silver dollar pancakes it makes me feel like i'm you know eating something substantial but it's like i'm eating like one pancake or something like that you know it's disgusting so a fucking denny's pancake have you ever had a denny's pancake of course i've had a denny's pancake yeah it's like bigger than your head i mean it's Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. an astronaut right yes it's too big like bubble yeah and it's always like so dense it's like cutting through cardboard yeah and it's so fucking sweet, but it's like I paid like eight dollars for this goddamn pancake. I had to eat it. Isn't isn't that what I, I think? That's what I got the last time we went out to Denny's, um, like more than a decade ago, right? Late at night after the bar. I've been to Denny's so many times since then. Oh, my, my, Denny's since then. Like, come on. Remember, we worked around Denny's when I was working night shift for a long time. Right. So, yeah. just getting moons over my hand. I actually got a moons over my hammy a couple weeks ago because they were Denny's for breakfast. Mm. And I was just, I don't know. Here's the secret about moons over my hammy for me. I don't like moons over my hammy. <laughs> but it's so funny to order that I just like trick myself into ordering. So I'm like, well, maybe this time. Right. Um, right. I don't I don't dislike it. I just think that if I'm gonna like eat that many fucking calories from some, you know, jank ass like pseudo restaurant i might as well make make it count right so all right so there's what did you call it food chat food chat yeah food you chat remember point. remember we said poop chat no, I, was, I, it, I, was, I did. was it 2012 nah it was it was much later than that i think um used to be hashtag poop chat yeah so like 15 yeah. maybe or something like that. maybe it might be might be 12. um yeah, I remember. I don't think, I don't think I engaged in that, like in the sense of like, I think I did hashtag it one time, made you laugh. Um, but yeah, this is this is I guess a food chat. So I'll I'll be back. Um, I'll be back with more questions for you next week. Hey, um, um fresh dairy think- milk is an important ingredient in Hershey's chocolate milk, like yeah. So 
is it the powdered mix or the i'm gonna see Hold on, which one are you are you is it powdered or no no no. i drink the liquid in the jar that you put that you um squeeze into your cup and then stir together right okay. i don't like the powdered mix. what about the strawberry mix do you did, did you ever get in on that did, i liked it like a lot when thing? i was i liked it a lot when i was a kid but a couple <laughs> of years ago i bought some yeah because I was like, oh, I'm going to relive my fucking childhood while I'm playing my Nintendo in my pajamas on a Saturday morning. Um, and it was fucking gross, and I just threw it away after, like, one one cup of it, so. Yeah, it has milk chocolate in it, which has lactose. Like, it has milk, yeah. and it has lactose and milk fat, and, yeah. Well, I'm I'm a real boy, so I don't got to pay attention to that shit, but, um. Sure, right. Um, so, hey, we, I wanted to talk about something real quick, and I almost oh, yeah. forgot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I know this is a little bit past like our age group, but I used to watch it when I would get home from school. What do you think about um Jason David Frank killing himself? Oh, is that what happened? He killed himself? Oh yeah, yeah, he committed suicide. Oh. It's pretty awful. I that is that's a blind spot for me, much like Pokemon. Um uh that that whole thing I I don't know much about like Power Rangers at all. Like I I, I never like really watched it other than two minutes here and there. Like, um, so like I'm I'm not yeah I I don't really know much about it but that's a shame I didn't know that he killed himself yeah, yeah I used to um I used to come home from school and when we would get home from school um my friends and I would call each other we would do like the three way dialing call thing mm-hmm. and we would watch um Where in the World is Carmen San Diego because that would come on first mm-hmm. and then Power Rangers would come on after so we would watch Power Rangers and that was before like all of our parents came home so we could watch you know these shows and we would like laugh about them and talk about them and um basically just make fun of them but there i always said a certain soft spot for power rangers just because it was like and not like i didn't find out until much later in life because i knew shit about power rangers when it came on uh but i guess like the super sentai which is what power rangers is like a redub and refilm of okay um is more or less like a little like kaiju show from japan you know that's what they're doing is Mm. like kind of emulating that like godzilla like toji or toho era like godzilla stuff um so i guess that was always what the appeal was is the giant rubber suit monsters fighting like the giant mech and the silly scenarios and whatever but i I didn't watch it enough where like i was super into any of it um what time was that on uh three i think like three well, so we used to get out of school. Maybe it was at three thirty. We got out of school at two thirty-five. Was last bell, so I could get home by two forty-five. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe I watched like fifteen minutes of Carmen San Diego, and then the whole half hour of Power Rangers, or maybe Power Rangers was on at three. But anyway, Power Rangers was on when I could watch it after school. So. Yeah, and I, I'm just I, I trying didn't... to think of like what I would have watched at that point. And I don't know. Like, there's cartoons I probably watched. I've definitely yeah. gone back and watched some of the Japanese, like like I said, Sentai stuff. And but I'm looking at I... this, and I don't know any of these cartoons. Hmm. I think after Power Rangers might have been it wouldn't have been Thundercats, and then Batman. Oh, that was later. Oh, no, that's that would have been then. It would have been bat the animated the Batman. I can't remember what was on it. Maybe like the newer GI Joe was on after that. 
Yeah, it must have been like repeats because any of these new cartoons that aired in '93, I'm looking at a list. I didn't watch any of those, but I don't know. I mean, you know what? I was probably by that point I was watching MTV. I probably just coming on throw on MTV at that point in '93, '94. Definitely, because I mean, I don't like. I mean, I was when Cobain killed himself. Like I, well, you, you watching yeah. the TRL? Is that what you were doing? Oh, it's how TRL didn't start until later, right? No, it was um, around 93. 93, 94. Let's see. I'm here in 1998. Yeah, whatever. I think the fucking milk is like 250. Um, <clears throat> I know milk is, I don't know how much milk costs. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> right before the pandemic, I remember like calling you out on them and being right that you didn't know what the price of milk was. Um, <clears throat> I still don't think I really know. <laughs> five dollars i think you're much closer now like i I think you guessed like 275 or something like four years ago um it feels like everything is five dollars now like even (laughs) things that shouldn't be five dollars even spam right yeah and it shouldn't be i I think spam might be like seven you know what hold on let's let's do a price check this is it and then we can we can end this finish up the spam conversation no, come on, Instacart! You're ruining the gag. <laughs> All right, Food Lion's going to be our best option because they're the cheapest place, and they always have spam. I got the price of spam at Walmart right now already. So, oh, it is about five dollars, four dollars and thirty-nine cents. From where? Food Lion. Yeah, food line is more expensive. Walmart got it right now for three fifty eight. Well, remember you're ordering directly from Walmart. This is through Instacart, so it's going to be more. Expensive. Oh, gotcha. All right. Here's the here, number one article after you for price of spam after you get past the two Walmart links. Priceofmeat.com. Why is spam so expensive? Here's why. Why? Oh, you want me to actually look at it? No, I don't care. I don't want to know. <laughs> but, um. What? Oh, okay. So it's high quality meat. So from from being high quality meat to having vacuum vacuum sealed packaging, these factors account for the high cost of spam. I'll well, buy that. It is high quality meat, and it's delicious. It's um, its main ingredient. It says here in another subheading is its main ingredient is high quality meat. Spam is behind priceofmeat.com, isn't it? Hold on, <laughs> um, uh, that's a funny gimmick. Uh, that's like the longest con ever. Like, right. This, yeah. this whole website about the price of meat just to just to sneak in there that it's high quality meat, so you don't think it's garbage. Hold on. So the so, so the head the the head of the price of meat team and when you go to the about the the team leader is um is robert green and robert green is a sustainability expert within the food and production industry nice the conservation of the environment is something he's deeply passionate about and has studied in detail over years he's a huge fan of north american bison deer and elk he manages price of meats team writers and contributors um so <laughs> underneath the robert green who he manages is Brian Adie, who is a contributor. End of list. Nice. 
<laughs> so Robert Green. Robert Green is on the payroll of spam. Shit, I could join the price of meat. I know you the price should. of meat. <laughs> you you want to? Okay. Uh, hmm. So they have price of meats built out though. I'll give them that. I know the price of pork products. Right, well. you do. Yeah, sure. Um, I know like the wholesale I mean, price. Let's see what products, they're. I guess. I mean, you could contribute to this. Like, I mean, their their pork section is pretty like pretty filled out. Um, do you know what a do rock pork chop is? A do rock pork No. There's an article about it on priceofmeat.com. Well, we don't sell that shit. Right. Okay. Thanks for listening to Food Chat um, 2022, uh, everybody. And uh, come back next week for something to do with deserts. Um, Frank, will have a movie for you. I think that before we review the movie, I think you should sing that Sting song. What does that say? I hear the rain. Right? Why, why would I do that? I don't know. Because it'd be really funny to me. <laughs> Somebody tried to ask me if I like have ever sang in public today, and I've heard it. You have um, on I numerous told, I, occasions. I, I, numerous occasions. Oh yeah, yeah. You've sang "Drunk at the Bar" before. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't sing like the whole song. You just sit there like swaying against like the. In the fucking bar and like voices carry <laughs> uh, see I don't know I'm doing that I don't think um, no, the only you, time or, I remember or, singing is when we all watched that Buffy Buffy yes. musical or you squint up your eyes and look at somebody and smile and sing a line from like American Pie or something like that I, it's not yeah. it's, it's, it's not very often but um yeah like it's funny when it happens and you're usually like super drunk mm. not that that yeah. happens anymore because we've all abandoned that life except for orion but right and he just does yeah. it in his garage yeah i never i never get super drunk i just keep a like every night a, like a very slight buzz going most of the night um trade-off i guess um all right, so next week is something to do with deserts, right? Um, so I'll be interested to see. See, Way of the Gun had a desert in it. I could have like fallen. Singing six string. You love deserts. Six string samurai. Um, right. You, you you're, love a desert, man. You're 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 getting some kind of desert this time, buddy. Because I already okay. found it. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a All good right. week. Deuces.